Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. It's episode 304, 304. And today we are sponsored by Soberlink. Each and every person in the fight against alcohol addiction has their own reason for recovery. Maybe it's a husband, wife, daughter, son, mom, dad, best friend, colleague, job, hobby, or just yourself or your partner. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On Busy Living Sober, my mission includes information on building a strong community, the importance of staying connected and working to break the stigma. That's why I partnered with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community even further. Soberlink is a remote on alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof of sobriety in real time to help rebuild trust and foster peace of mind. Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community of www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy living sober. So good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 13th at 9.30 a.m. And I am, I normally do this on Tuesday, but today I'm doing it on Wednesday just because I didn't get inspired yesterday. And today I have been inspired. So I don't just like to come to you and just not have any ideas. So today, and then the idea and my topic today is staying. Staying. And you're like staying. And I mean, staying on your path. Staying doing what you've committed to do. Staying even though you don't want to. Staying when every urge inside of you wants you to run. And the reason I'm talking about this today and the staying thing is that, you know, I've committed to going to this yoga retreat, a teacher training yoga retreat for 17 days in um, South Florida. And I've committed to doing it. And, um, you know, I, and I'm uncomfortable, okay? I'm uncomfortable. Every part of me wants me to quit. I don't even want to go. I'm like, forget about it. I don't want to go. Why did I sign up for this? This is stupid. Why am I going to go waste my time? Why did I waste my money? What am I doing this for? This is so crazy. Does anybody relate to that? Like literally signing up for something that you're just like, why did I do this when it comes? It's like when you got invited to a party and you're like, I was invited to a party and I said, yes, but now that it's actually showing up on my doorstep, I don't want to go. Why did I say yes? Why do I say yes? When everything inside of me wants to say no now, I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. I want to change my mind. I don't want to stay here. And, you know, I was thinking about it today is that, you know, the only thing I've actually stayed doing ever is sober for the past almost 16 years. That's the only thing. And that means like not picking up a drink. I don't always mean that I was sober because I wasn't always sober. I, um, I think I didn't drink, but I don't think I was sober. Um, I definitely wasn't living a serene life all the time. Um, my will gets in the way and I don't feel like that's sober life. And, um, so staying the course, even though it gets uncomfortable, um, especially when you're newly sober, it's, um, or if you've just relapsed, 
I've not relapsed, but I've watched enough people relapse. Now I can't speak for my own self, but I can tell you that I've watched a lot of people that have gone out and then come back and said, most people say it wasn't that much fun to go out and things got worse. So I never tested that. But I think that rather than testing it, you can stay. Now, if you do relapse, come back and stay. Um, everything in your, every, every, you know, everything inside of you is going to want you to give up. It's kind of like a diet. How many times have you been on a diet? Well, at least I have. How many times have I been on a diet where um, I'm counting my calories, I'm doing Weight Watchers, or I'm doing keto, or I'm doing Atkins, or I'm doing Jenny Craig, or I'm doing Nutrisystem. How many diets have I been on? Millions. And so I go, I get on the diet, and then I cheat, right? I cheat. So I have a piece of chocolate, or I have potato chips, and my downfall is potato chips and candy. Just my downfall. I love those things. So how many times have I been on this diet and I'm doing so well and I'm losing weight and then I break down and I have a potato chip, popcorn, candy, and I go, forget it. The diet's off. I've already done it. I've already ruined it. It's over. I'm not doing this diet anymore. I'm going back to eating the way I was eating. And then you gain back all the weight that you lost. Um, numerous times. Numerous times have I done that. Numerous times I have um, said, I'm going to go do something and I haven't done it. And do you know what the craziest thing is? When I say I'm going to do it and I don't do it, then I feel bad about myself. I feel like a loser. I've let myself down. Why did I do this? Why did I say yes? Why did I commit to this? Why did I say something that I would do when I really don't want to do it? And I have no intention of doing it. And why did I say yes? It's like you say you're going to call somebody. I'll give you a call. We're going to go for dinner. And you never call the person because you have no intention of ever going to dinner with them. And you have no intention of going to lunch with them. But you take make this big grand gesture like, call me. We're going to get together. And you don't want to get together with that person. But why do we say it? Why do we put ourselves in these positions where we're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Because I'm, I have no intention of following through. But I did it anyway. I said it, it came out of my mouth. How do I make myself stay and feel these feelings? I can tell you in relationships, it's really hard. You know, getting sober, committing to saying, I'm going to do this. I've heard so many people that are like, I've done this for enough days and I don't feel any better. I'm not doing this. I'm giving up. I'm going to start drinking again. Well, some things, my friends, take time. It takes time to get sober, it takes time to feel better. It takes time. Um, it takes time. I can tell you, thinking back to when I first started this, I, you know, I, can't, I, I decided to get sober on my own accord, right? So I decided to put down this drink on my own accord. Nobody was chasing me, no, no silver wrist around my wrist. There was no sirens chasing me. I decided to quit this on my own. And I have been doing this. And there have been times that I'm like, hmm, just recently, actually, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Why don't I just have a fucking glass of wine? What's a big deal? Do I know if I'm still an alcoholic? I mean, shit, it's been a long enough time. I haven't had a drink in almost 16 years. Maybe I'm not going to, maybe I'm not going to like black out if I do it. Maybe I won't hurt anybody if I do it. What's the big deal? But then I tell somebody this crazy thought that I have, that I'm going to have a drink. And the person went in doubt says to me, not a good idea. 
not a good idea. My kids, if I tell my kids, I think maybe I'm just going to have a drink. Who cares? You guys don't care. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. You're not even living at home anymore. You're totally gone. You're already raised. What do I, it doesn't matter. I'm done. And they're like, are you kidding, mom? You'd ever do that? No, you're not going to do that. I'm like, okay. So I tell them myself to somebody and they tell me it's a stupid idea. And then I realize it's a stupid idea. And then I get back to my breathing and I get back to what's really going on inside of me. And it's, I feel uncomfortable about something. I feel uncomfortable because I'm not getting what I want or I'm, um, things aren't looking the way I wanted them to look. Um, when in doubt, it's about me. It's about me and my uncomfortableness inside of me. So, and I will do anything not to feel uncomfortable. Anything. This idea of going to this God blessed teacher, teacher training that I'm going on, this yoga teacher thing. I'm like, what am I doing this for? What do I need? Am I ever going to teach this? I don't even know if I'm going to teach this. Like, what is this going to be a waste of my time? Why am I doing this? But then I think the other thing, the other side goes, well, wait a minute, you've been wanting to do this forever. You've never been able to do it because of kids or whatever. You haven't been able to do this. And now you can actually do it and you're going to go do it. And I'm like, oh my God, it feels uncomfortable. Run away. Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> I can't cancel. I'm not canceling. I'm not canceling. I'm sitting through this feeling of going, oh my God, I feel uncomfortable. How many times have you been with your partner or your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend? And you've been like, I just do not want to do this anymore. I've been doing this and I don't like this person anymore. I'm actually seeing him in a new light. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to run away. Okay. That happens to me all the time too, right? You get thick of what you're in and you're like, I'm going to go to something that's going to be prettier and brighter and better than what I have right now. Well, I can tell you myself that I've done it and it isn't prettier and it isn't brighter and it isn't better than what you already had. It just isn't. It's like we sit here and we think the grass is greener. I'm going to go and I'm going to blow this thing up I'm in because I'm not happy right now. They're not doing what I want them to do. This does not look like a Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks movie. This does not look like a Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman movie. This does not look like a Reese Witherspoon movie and whoever she's with. This does not feel like what I watch on the movies or what I watch on TV. This feels really shitty. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Call the divorce attorney. I'm out. I'm getting this uncomfortableness. I'm over. Friendships that you have. That you're like, I would rather not tell the friend what's bothering me about them than, or what's bothering me inside about the relationship that I'm having with this friend. I'll ghost them. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Oh my God, I've ghosted so many people in my life. I'm not proud of it, but it's what I do. I don't ever stay and say, all right, I'm going to work through these feelings. Even with my family, my family, I don't talk to my family. I don't talk to my family. Those conversations would be too difficult to have how I'm feeling. So I don't stay. I run. I run away. I run away. I run away all the time. But I haven't run away from my sobriety. I haven't run away from not picking up a drink. And if I keep doing that, not picking up the drink, the thinking changes. I can recognize that I have to stay in this relationship. I have to stay doing what I committed to do. I have to do that. As much as it feels uncomfortable, I have to stay the course. 
I have to keep doing this because I know in the end, it's going to change me. You know, we hate change. I hate change. Do you hate change? I hate change. I hate change. Um, but in other ways, I love change, right? I don't want to stay in the same house that I've been living in. I don't want to stay here. I want to move. I'd stayed in the same house for 15 years with my kids. Today, I want to change, change, change because I don't feel comfortable here. So let's run away. It's all about my insides. It's not about my outsides. It's all about my insides. I always want to change because I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable in my skin. It's nobody else's skin. It's nobody else's skin. It's my skin. It's nobody else's, uh, it's nobody else's life to bear. It's my bear. So what am I going to do? How am I going to stay? How am I going to stay? There's a little map going around me. Sorry. How am I going to stay in these feelings, even though I don't want to? And every part of me is saying, run, run away. You don't have to feel this feeling. And then you know what I do? Tell me if you can relate to this. So then I call friends that I know are going to agree with whatever I say. So I call those friends. I'm like, what do you think? Do you think I should? Don't you think I should go? Don't you think I should go? I think I'll be happier somewhere else. Don't you agree? Do you agree? And the friends are like, yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I can manipulate anybody. You know, I signed up for this class and I wanted one way to room and I was talked out of it. And so I was talked into staying in a different room and I really don't want to stay in that room. And for whatever reason, I don't want to stay in that room. I'm not going to get into all the details, but I don't want to stay there. And so I call these people. I'm like, do you think I should stay there? I don't think I should do that. I don't think I should do this. Can you imagine having to stay in this with these, you know, do this? They're like, no, I can't imagine. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I call the people that I know are going to agree with me because my story that I'm portraying to them sounds so bad. They're like, I can't imagine doing that. Instead of spinning it in a way that's like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so amazing. I get to do these things. I go to the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Everything that I have to do, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And they sign on and they co-sign my bullshit. They co-sign my bullshit because that's what I need them to do because I don't want to stay. I don't want to stay in these feelings. I want to run away. I want to run away. I'm uncomfortable. I want to run away. I don't want to be a grown up. I want to run away. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I want to run away. I want to run away. I want to run away. I'm a runner, a wayer. I don't run physically, but I, I did yesterday, but I don't run physically. I run away from the emotions that I'm feeling inside of myself. My emotions inside are like run, 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 run. They are not like stay, 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 walk through this. As scary as it is, walk through this feeling that doesn't feel comfortable and I got to keep walking through it and I can't run away and I have to keep walking through it and I know it's scary and I know I don't know what's going to happen on the other side and I have to be vulnerable. Who wants to be vulnerable? I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want anybody to say, you know, oh my gosh, she's weak. She's not strong. She's a weakling. I just, I just find it so much more when I stay, when I stay and I walk through the uncomfortableness in the end, I feel so much better. 
because I've done it. I said I was going to do it. I might not like it, but I said I was going to do it and I'm going to continue to do it and I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep doing it even though I don't want to. That's growth. That's real growth for me, you know, to continue to do these things even though I don't want to. It's, um, it's continuing to be to growing as a human being. It's continuing to be a better person. It's continuing to be somebody that I, you know, I always want to change. If we stay the same all the time, life would be really boring. If we all look the same, life would be really boring. We all have change all the time. The only thing that won't change is that we're going to die and that we have to pay taxes. That's the only things that aren't going to change. We're constantly going to have to do that. So if we constantly have to do that, we constantly have to work through these things that we don't want to do. We have to work through this feeling of like, I know I need to quit drinking, but it feels uncomfortable. I had to go to that party. I had to go to that dinner. I had to go to that tennis outing. I had to go to that golf outing. I had to go to this back to school thing. I had to go to the back. I had to go to the neighborhood party. I had to go to the barbecue. I had to go to the family function. I had to go do all these things and I don't want to do them because I feel uncomfortable, but you have to do it. You have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it. And I might say, go for 10 minutes, go for 10 minutes. You said you were going to go. If you show up, the host to seize you or the person in charge sees you, you've done your duty. You've done your duty. You've at least gone there and spent 10 minutes. Have a car. If you don't have a car, find a way out that you can leave, but at least do that. First thing, stay for just 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. I'm not saying stay all night, but you might get there and it might surprise you. And you might order something to drink like a Pellegrino or sparkling water or just a bottle of water or Diet Coke, or Pepsi, whatever it is you like to drink. This is iced tea. I drink iced tea all the time. Order that drink that makes you feel okay. Get the drink. Say, I'm going to have my drink. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to mingle a little bit. I'm going to make small talk. If somebody looks at you and says, why aren't you drinking? You can say, none of your business. A. B. You can say, I'm doing this no carb thing and I don't want to drink. And they could say, oh, well, you can have vodka. You can have this with no beer or whatever. You can say, no, I'm not drinking. I don't want the calories. You can tell them that. You can say, I have to drive. I don't want to drive when I'm drinking. It's not a good idea. There's police everywhere right now. Or you can say, I just don't want any today. I just don't want any. And you know what? I've had enough. You know, whenever somebody asks me at a restaurant, would you like a drink? I'm like, you don't have enough booze here for me. Because let's face it, as alcoholics, we keep drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. So there's obviously not enough. There's not enough. So I, I can't have any. And what other people think about is none of our business. And I know I say that all the time, but it's so true. But I have a born forgetter. If I don't remember that today, what other people think about me is none of my business. If they're not my friends, it's okay. People come in and people leave all the time. As I just mentioned, how many people have you ghosted and never talked to again? How many people have you been friends with when in the end you're like, you know what? 
I, now that I've gotten to know this person, I really don't want to be their friend. I don't have anything in common with that person. I really don't like them that much. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time with this person. It's too much. I don't want to do it. It was fun when it lasted, but now that I've got to know them better, I have no interest in going and doing this again. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to be with people you don't want to be with, right? I feel like if people don't bring you up, and I think it takes a while to get to know another person, don't you? I think this political atmosphere that we live in right now, I swear there's such a darkness in our society that it's trying to pull us apart as human beings. It's trying to have us get isolated. It's trying to be, it's trying to like have us hurt as a society. I was, um, I was talking to my daughter yesterday and it was interesting because, you know, my kids all are in their twenties and they play video games, right? So they go and they play these video games and they have these alt, you know, it's a different, they have like this whole different community that's in the, on the computer, right? So they have these little lands that they live in. There's that um, Minecraft and you build your little towns and you go and I guess you kill people, you do all this crazy stuff and you harvest stuff and you do all this stuff in this alterior universe and you can make yourself look like whatever you want to look like. You can have a personality that's like anything you want to look like. You can have bonded, you can bleed, blah, blah, blah. I go on ad nauseum. You can do whatever you want. So when these kids today do not like what they're feeling and where they are, they go to this alterior universes. They, they go to these things on their computer where they go and they live in these different universes and they make it what they want to make it and they feel comfortable and safe there. That's what they do. That's what young people do. My daughter told me she does it. She's like, and I harvest food there. I have all this food there. And I'm like, okay, well, what about harvesting food in the real world? What about going and talking to people in the real world? No, if they don't want to, because it looks so scary. We portrayed ourselves to look like, if you don't think this way, if you don't think that way, we can't be friends. Growing up, weren't your parents all friends with everybody? It didn't matter what they, who they voted for. They'd still come to your party. And you know what? I decided with the help of my daughter, we were walking up the other day and the topic of politics came up. And she said, mom, I don't think we should talk about it anymore. I think it's just so divisive. And I'm like, you're so right. We all, at least as Americans, can go vote. We pray our vote counts. And um, until that day comes that we're going to vote, do we really need to talk about it ad nauseum with people all the time? Do we have to convince our friends that don't believe the way we do to believe the way we do? Because does it really matter? Does it matter? It pulls us apart. It doesn't make us stay and build long-lasting relationships, things with roots. It doesn't. We don't believe the same way. We've got to run away from them. That's not the way to live. I think we need to come together and we need to stay. We need to stay. We need to stay and endure. I'm not going to say, stay in a relationship where you're getting physically assaulted. That, no, 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 no. Do not stay in a relationship where you're getting hurt physically. Do not stay in a relationship with somebody that doesn't respect you. Don't stay in a relationship that, with somebody who doesn't, that doesn't trust your boundaries. And this is a whole nother subject. I just listened to this thing about boundaries. It's on Insight Timer. And I only listened to five minutes of it, I think. 
because I'm so bad at boundaries. As I mentioned, I let people cross them. And when they do, and I don't like it anymore, I run away. But setting up a boundary right in the beginning of a relationship, I think is so smart and following through with it, even though we don't want to, because it's a pain in the butt to tell somebody that they've crossed over our boundary. It doesn't feel comfortable to stick up for ourselves. It doesn't. We don't like to say I'm uncomfortable and this is why. And let's walk through this as two human beings. We'd rather ghost them. That's how I've done it. Ghost, ghost, ghost. Kids today, they don't want to deal with the feeling. They go in their ulterior universes on the computer and they go and they put on their headsets and they are in a different world. And it doesn't matter what's going on, where their body feels these things because they can have feelings still. They have feelings in these universes where they feel euphoric all the time. They don't have to feel sad or morose or resentful of people. They're in the ulterior universe. God, it's sick. <laughs> Isn't it? It's kind of sick. But if we don't change and point these things out to our kids or to our loved ones, then what's ever going to change? We're going to still keep doing this and we're going to sit here and we can complain about it forever and ever and ever. But unless we do something to change, nothing's going to change. So I said to my daughter in a very funny way yesterday, I said, you know, maybe you should go to the coffee shop and talk to somebody. And she's like, okay, maybe I will. I'm like, okay, good. Because the little ulterior universe that you make in there isn't real. And talking to people isn't that bad. You can have communication. She's like, well, you're kind of right. Somebody came into the coffee shop that I talked to and he brought me a book because we had something in common. And I'm like, wow, isn't that cool? We have all this stuff that makes us want to run and makes us want to leave because it feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable. This trip that's impending, it's happening on Saturday. Today is Wednesday. It's coming soon. I know I'm going to have a lot more feelings of wanting to run away. I can't do this. I need to go do this for my kids. I'm not going to be able to go. I'm going to have to back out. I'm going to back out, but I have to go. I have to go do this. And even if I feel uncomfortable at this teacher training, I'm going to have to stay. I can't leave. I cannot leave. I've made a promise to myself. I'm going to do this for 17 days. I am, I do think I am going to get on and do two podcasts. I hope my timing is going to be able to let me do that. Now, if you don't see me for two weeks, that is why I'm totally immersed in this training, but I'm hoping that I can get out for half an hour at least and do a podcast um, and let you guys know how it's going. And, um, and then, you know, in three weeks, I'll be back home and I can tell you exactly how it went. Um, but staying the course, staying and doing what you say you're going to do. I also have to point out one thing. I had another friend that's actually moving here. She's just about to move here. And she's like, this person wants me to do this committee. Do you think I should do it? And I looked at her with complete sincerity and said, can you just wait till you get here for a little while? See, I get someplace and I jump in. I jump into these relationships. I jump into commitments. And then I get there and I'm like, what the, why did I sign up for this? Why did I say I was going to do this? What am I doing here? I've got no time to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't even like these people. I don't even believe in this cause. I just did this because I was people pleasing. What the hell? What am I doing here? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. So instead of jumping, take your time. Take your time. Don't go all the way. Just take a little baby step. Go enjoy it for see what it's like before you say yes. Say I'll come to one of your meetings. 
It's like going to the party for 10 minutes. I'll stay for 10 minutes. It's not jumping all the way in and saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to run this. I'm going to show up. I'm going to have all these commitments. I'm going to do all this stuff that I don't really have time to do. And I don't want to do. I don't want to do this. Take time. Give yourself that chance to take a deep breath and go, I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to think about it. I might go to one meeting. I might try it out. But I'm not committing to everything. I'm not going to go bite, you know, go eat the entire thing right away. I'm going to take a little bite and I'm going to savor it and I'm going to see how I feel. I'm going to do that with my friendships, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just have a little bit. There's some people I really like. There's some people I know I don't want to spend that much time with, but I can spend a little bit of time with them. I could play round of golf with them, even though I really don't like them, but I'm not going to go out for dinner with them. I'm not going to have lunch with them. Maybe one time I will, and maybe I'll change my mind. How many people have you met that you've said, you know what? I don't like this person. I like the first time you meet them, you're like, oh, I can't stand that person. I hate their voice. I hate the way they look. I hate the way they dress. Never be friends that person. And then in time, you realize, gosh, that person's so much like me. I actually love this person. We're now good friends. Do we're not always right? Our first thoughts aren't always right. Most times they're not right. So stay, okay? Stay, even though you don't want to. Stay when everything in your body says run. Now, if it's abusive, no, 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 no. You leave, you leave no matter what. But if it's something that, you really want for you and you want to try it, even though every part of you wants to run away, try it. Try it for like 90 days. That's it. Try it for 90 days. It only takes 90 days to learn something. Do it for 90 days and see how you feel for 90 days. If you like what you heard today, please, please, please subscribe to my channels. Share it with a friend. You know, busy living sober is all about getting busy living. We all have to get busy living today. We all have to be there for each other. We all have to do this thing called life and um, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Please subscribe and um, write to me. Please write to me at Elizabeth Chance. Elizabeth, no, you can do Elizabeth at ElizabethChance.com. E-L-I-Z-A-V-E-T-H at ElizabethChance.com. Or you can email me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at BusyLivingSober.com. But know this, you are not alone. If you have one day sobriety, that's a big deal. If you have 10 minutes of sobriety, that's a big deal. Stay. Even though every party you want to run away, stay. Stay. Tell me how you do it. Tell me what you're staying for. Email me. Let me know what you're going to stay for that you didn't want to stay for, but you're going to. And then we can touch base in 90 days and see how you stayed and what you did and how you got through it. And if you're in the middle of doing something right now and you want to run away, write to me too. And I'll hopefully talk you off the ledge like my friends do for me and, um, and my peeps do for me. Just remember you're not alone and um, feelings are not facts. They will change at all. Just like the weather, it changes all the time and um, you have no power. Just change, change, roll with the baby, roll with everything. Take this one day at a time and learn to breathe. And I will talk to you from South Florida in the next two weeks, or if I'm too busy, doing busy stuff. I won't be there, but I'll be back in three weeks. So reach out to me. Know you're not alone and keep getting busy living sober. Okay, everybody.
Take care. I will talk to you soon. And uh, send you guys love. Love you guys who um, follow me all the time and write to me. You guys make my day. I have to tell you, you make my day all the time. You make my week. I keep doing this for you guys. Mwah. Thanks, you guys. Um, and I'll talk to you next week. I hope. Bye.